How can we test Internet of Things devices to make sure that they're actually secure? Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, Executive Editor for Information Security Media Group, and I'm speaking with Charles Henderson of IBM, who helps lead their testing and threat research efforts. Charles, thanks very much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. How long have you been looking at Internet of Things devices from a security standpoint? So anytime we have a new technology, I immediately start playing with it. It's sort of almost a compulsive need for me to start playing with new fun toys. And Internet of Things fell into that bucket. I started playing with it really before the buzzword had been applied. Even the components of Internet of Things were very attractive. I had researchers that were working for me that started looking at some of the first smart devices to hit the market. And immediately I fell in love from a research perspective because these are devices that I actually want to use. They're devices that I like having in my home. They make life easier. And anytime I've got skin in the game, I want to make sure that the devices I'm using have adequate security posture. I'm not adding risk to my otherwise dull life. Now, speaking of threats and research, you're bringing this information to bear to help IBM customers. Can you talk about that a little bit more, what your remit is and what some of the things are that you're looking for? Sure. In addition to our personal research, our independent research, a big part of our vulnerability research in terms of Internet of Things usage has to do with our clients. Our clients come from all gambits of the professional world. and A lot of them have Internet of Things devices that they're either using, producing, or in some way connected to. So a lot of our work is vetting the security posture of those devices. And those devices can be consumer electronics. They can be used in the corporate world. They can be anything from SCADA to a very consumer-oriented device that's being used in a professional setting. Now, when it comes to so-called Internet of Things devices, like you were just talking about, is the best course of action to assume they're insecure until they've been tested? Or in your experience, would that be a false assumption? I would say that it's not just Internet of Things. I assume every device is insecure. I assume every device will eventually be compromised, and that's just both for a good security posture. In terms of assuming that a device has been tested, one should never make that assumption. And even after a device is tested, you don't want to ever treat anything as bulletproof. To do so is sort of a false sense of security. It's almost high bravado, if you can style it as such. Effectively, the biggest weakness you can have in your security posture is assumption. That's a great point. Now, I know you've been looking at device weaknesses for a long time. When it comes to Internet of Things devices, are there any particular trends that you're seeing in terms of security shortfalls or common mistakes that really shouldn't be getting made? You know, I think the biggest issues I'm seeing come down to integration. So a lot of early to market Internet of Things devices saw a transition in use. Someone basically took an existing product and said, I can either make this product Internet capable or I can take this internet-capable product that is single-tenant and make it multi-tenant, or I can somehow make a transition in, in this product, make a, a change in this product to make it far more valuable in the market. And very often, when you build something from the ground up, you can build security in. But when you re-engineer something, there very often are unintended security consequences. As an example, the single-tenant to multi-tenant. Obviously, I don't want to use any names or anything, but we tested a climate control system that was designed to be single-tenant. And they took that system and they made it multi-tenant and sort of a fast-based offering. 
And when they did so, the unintended consequence was that many of the assumptions that were made by developers as they built this thing out were that horizontal privilege escalation wasn't a big deal because there's only one user. And effectively, once you removed that, at the time, safe assumption and made it invalid, you really undermine the overall security posture of the product. And that's something that you think could have been missed given the rush to market? I think there was A, the rush to market, but B, it is incredibly difficult to re-engineer a product without having unintended security consequences. And to the credit of this device manufacturer, they were testing the device primarily because they realized the difficulties that they were faced with in making this transition in a secure manner. Taking something that already exists and not recoding it from scratch, but adapting it to a new usage model, there's a lot of moving parts there. In some ways, it's almost easier to start from scratch. Right, so at least you know the assumptions that you're working with again. Exactly. And if you're building a threat model initially as you start to work on a product, you know what you're dealing with. To put it another way, if I was advising a small company developing an Internet of Things product now, I would also advise them not to rely on those assumptions. If you have a single-tenant product, design as if it's multi-tenant. Make those safeguards from the beginning because those shortcuts based on assumptions can come back to bite you. That seems like an apt motto for a lot of Internet of Things products. It's funny, though, because most security researchers have that sort of development streak in them. We're better breakers than builders, but we still occasionally write really ugly code. So we're certainly comfortable with the notion of coding mistakes because we made them ourselves. And a lot of times it's really easy to say, design for the worst case scenario, take these things into consideration. But the reason that software testing is so important is even saying that it's very difficult to do. Even if you design for the worst case scenario, it's still important at the end of the day to test what you've designed and to do it with somebody that wasn't involved in the design stages. Right. A new set of eyes, a new perspective on what you've been doing. Exactly. You don't want someone who has any preconceived notions about the way this thing should be working. And when you're bringing some of that external perspective to bear, especially on Internet of Things devices, are there different aspects to these devices than you might be used to testing? Or does it fall into the model of any network device that we've seen before in terms of the sorts of things you want to be looking at? I guess you could say it is exactly the same in the fact that everything is different. You know, it's funny because one of the classic testing mistakes you see in testing of Internet of Things application is that the testing body, whoever's handling the testing, correctly notes that, hey, these are all technologies we've seen before. Let's test them all as we would test those technologies because Internet of Things isn't a technology. It's a collection of technologies, really. And it's an application of multiple technologies. And so they test these individual products, whether it be a mobile app, whether it be a, some sort of API that everything's hitting, some sort of web portal, and they test all of them in isolation. They don't test it as a cohesive unit. And what ends up happening is the recognition that these are all technologies that you see elsewhere integrated together gives the tester a false sense that testing point solutions as point solutions within this IoT body will get the job done. And very often, some of the most damaging vulnerabilities that we see in IoT are vulnerabilities that actually present across multiple technologies. Effectively, it's not the mobile application alone. It's the way the mobile application integrates with the API, with the web platform, and with the sensor device that it connects to. 
it's a chain of problems rather than an individual problem in a specific technology. Got it. And as you chain those problems together, theoretically, you give a would-be attacker more chances to disrupt that process or steal the data or do some mischief? Exactly. And many times it's death by a thousand cuts. Many of the vulnerabilities would not be nearly as detrimental to the security posture of the platform on their own. But in combination with multiple vulnerabilities, you're really talking about something that can undermine the greater security posture. There's an old notion in pen testing that enough lows will eventually make a high. So the mantra is enough low findings will eventually come together to form a high risk issue. Because of the way they could be stacked on top of each other. Absolutely. And that's actually one of the values of human testing. If you take just software and point software at your technology and say, hey, find vulnerabilities, you may get a very good list of vulnerabilities. You may not get all of them, but you'll get a very good list. It's not just the vulnerabilities that matter. It's how they fit together. And there's nothing better than human eyes to look at a list of vulnerabilities and say, how could these vulnerabilities come together to really impact this platform? How can I compromise this platform with these sets of issues. Given the need for some human perspective, not just looking at the point solutions either, or the point technologies either, do you think enough firms are conducting rigorous penetration testing of IoT devices, or do you think there's a long way to go? I think there's a long way to go inside and outside of IoT. Certainly, anytime you have a hot technology, there's a lag in security testing. There's enough organizations out there that are going to see security testing as some sort of delay to market. In point of fact, a good security testing firm can take care of you fairly quickly. It's not nearly as painful as a lot of these organizations envision. It's an easy process, and it's much easier than having a compromise after the fact. That said, when you're hot, you're hot, and there's a lot of organizations that are going to either delay testing or simply ignore it. And that's not unique to IoT. The old mantra, we've seen this movie before, it definitely applies in security. Learning from past mistakes is key, and one of the problems in terms of learning from past mistakes is often the developers of the new hot technology weren't around to live through those past mistakes. So we as a security community owe it to them to educate and make sure that everybody's on the same page. So bringing some real-world caution and testing to bear on the rapidly burgeoning Internet of Things landscape. Absolutely. In fact, one of the things that I've taken upon myself recently to do is start speaking to developers about IoT testing and the do's and the don'ts. Because really, if you have an educated developer base, you're going to be light years ahead of where you would otherwise be from a security perspective. Excellent. And is there any particular advice that you would give them that we haven't touched on? I would say, first of all, look at the whole puzzle, but also think like an attacker. Think not just of use cases, but think of abuse cases. Think how your product can be misused to circumvent security safeguards. Excellent. Really get that creativity flowing by the sound of things. Absolutely. There's nothing better than sitting in a room with a whiteboard and thinking how something can be misused. It's actually almost a fun exercise. And at least from my perspective with the vulnerability researcher mentality, it's a really fun exercise. And I think that it helps developers write better code to do informal threat modeling. Great. Charles, thanks very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. You take care. For Information Security Media Group, this is Matthew Schwartz. Thank you for joining us.